gentlemen, welcome to episode 123 of the Gen Gaming Podcast. I'm your host once again this week. I am Tyler. I almost call myself Justin. It happens. It happens. <laughs> Wishful thinking, I guess. Uh, <laughs> uh, I am your host once again this week, Tyler. Uh, we're we are joined by the original cat. Not the original. The regular cast of people. We have the Jack of Hearts. Hello, everybody. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh man, I'm doing all right. Even though I don't really celebrate like the Halloween season, even though it's like a while we're recording a day before Halloween, I I, I, I have been really feeling like just watching a bunch of scary stuff. Mm-hmm. That's cool. <laughs> yep. I yeah. It's well, yeah. It, you get addicted to that, man. Like you see all the stuff on TV. Like I've been like like really wanting to watch the Aliens movies for like the last oh. few weeks now. Oh. I have to let you borrow them. You have to let me borrow them. Why have I not brought them? I don't know. I need to bring them. I'm sorry. I keep forgetting. It's fine. I keep forgetting I'll the yell sure. you about not bringing them, so it's fine. Next time I come, I'll bring them. Okay. My, my, by then, it might be too late. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring them to you tomorrow. But anyways, no, you said you uh, you said you were you're into it. What's going on with you, buddy? Well, over the past few days, I've been going over random stories on YouTube upon like uh, various scary experiences and other types of like happenings and stuff, and it kind of uh, there was like. A couple of particular stories that I like that I would like to share, but this one is kind of uh, to start off. I'm going to start off with something a little bit, uh, eh, a little bit interesting in my opinion. So here's this police officer. He's driving upon like a inside like a forest and stuff like that on the various road, and about a few minutes into like driving through this uh, this part of this rural back, you know, this back lot or whatever the hell it is. He comes across a particularly strange scene. He sees a car that's, like, blocking the lo- the road, right? So it's, like, on its side and stuff, and all of a sudden you see... He sees a man and a woman face down upon... You know, face down on the ground with all these clothes just scattered all over the place. And it was kind of particularly weird to him because he used to be, like within the military and stuff like that. So he had been trained to, like, like scope out situations to be really articulate with uh, details. And one of the things he was noticing that was particularly weird is there wasn't any blood, there wasn't any sign of a struggle. And he kind of uh, thought it was sort of suspicious because, well, for one, like I said, no blood. But at the other point, there wasn't any type of signs of, uh, like, any, like activities of somebody maybe being there or whatever the hell so he deduces that the thing's a trap so the thing about the whole thing in general it was very quiet this whole scene which was particularly weird so he goes up he drives he doesn't get out of his car now take in mind it was just him by himself so he's just like thinking to himself okay if he goes to investigate and something does happen he's gonna be vulnerable so he stays in the car he drives around the scene, then as he drives around, he stops, like, about ten feet, like, past, like, the car and stuff that he, like, drove past. He looks at his driver's, driver's uh, side mirror, and he sees the two people who were originally faced down the ground. They're now sitting up. Good. They sit up, and they stand, and the next part is kind of interesting, too. The bushes on both sides of the road, all of a sudden... There's about 20 people with masks on that are, like, standing up, and they go forth, and they're just looking at this guy, at the police officer. 
And he took that as a cue to bolt the hell out of there as fast as he could. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is an actual true story right there. But there is also kind of another scary personal story that I've had. It was like about a couple months ago, my mother and I were shopping at like a local like uh, supermarket and stuff. We were getting a couple of random things. And this is like during the nighttime, and we've been making it like uh, a point like to go on this particular time of the day. You know, after I would get off of work and do this and do that. So we go forth, we get the stuff that we're going, and as we're leaving the store, there's this random, like, shady character with a uh, Seahawks jersey on, just circling us. Just a couple of times, just seemed like he was scoping us out, and my mom was very, like, aware of that, so she's like, it's like, uh, you know, stay close, blah, 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 and so on and so forth. <laughs> thing about my mom is she's been very protective of me ever since I was a little kid, but, uh, what was kind of interesting to that, I was watching his movements, and I noticed that uh, he was with three other guys that were, like, parked, like, right across a couple lanes from our vehicle that we have. So, I took that as a cue, and I looked at my mom's, like, get in the pet, get in the driver's seat right now, I'm gonna unload the stuff. And basically, that's what I did. She got to the cars, like, sat in the car, started up the car... I went through, got every bit of the groceries inside there, because as soon as I did that and I looked back, those guys were just staring at us. I mean, really bad, like they have some sort of bad intent. I hate that. So, not wanting to cause any type of confrontation, or even worse, having some public prop potentially, like, say, drugged-out dudes, like, try to attack us or something like that. Because later after I got home, I told my mom, it's like, no, we are never going to that place again at night. The thing was lit. This parking lot was lit. But the weeks after, there's always been a police car that's been stationed, like, right at that particular mm-hmm. supermarket because there have been a lot of shady dealings. And what's kind of uh, kind of a little bit of also kind of a twist to this for a time, I was working at this particular place. And even though I worked there for maybe a few days, the last night that I worked there, I had a random, like, crackhead actually come up to me, and it kind of surprised me, because I was stacking, like, bits of baby food, you know, sorting things out, and he looks at me, and he asks me a question, he's like, do you know where the paper bowls are at? And I direct him, you know, just trying to make something, I actually just made something up on the spot, yes, it's right over there, blah, 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 where the paper towels are at. He looks at me with his all, his all scratched up, his all pimply, his all, like, just distorted face, just looks at me, says, okay, thank you, and he just hobbles over right where the paper towel stuff is at, and <laughs> the thing about it was, that I did not trust this dude one iota, he was seriously, like, dragging ass, dude, he was so high with stuff, I didn't, because the thing about these particular people, I saw them a lot when they were going inside to, like, Goodwill, or even, like, at other places around town, but uh, actually working during the night, it leaves you a lot more vulnerable, considering the job that I used to work at, you would be unloading stock, like, unloading, like, and stocking inventory stuff by yourself inside this big-ass store with maybe, like, a couple of people, like, spread out and stuff like that, and even though the store was mostly empty, the people who would come in during like 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning, they would be the pot or the meth heads that would just go ahead and just try to, uh, you know, steal something or other. The meth but, heads uh, are the scariest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are the scariest because they're the most unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'll go into one more story before just switching off to see if you guys have something else that's kind of kind of scary stories to like experience. So in my town, there was this one particular guy who kind of kind of got well known around the United States because of a famous incident that he did. For years, there was this guy by the name of Barry Swiegel. Now, Barry Swiegel was a man who lived in his same property and stuff, and he would always be, like, uh, arguing with his neighbor for years. And he got so fed up one day that he took his his actual, like, uh, oh, God, his construction machine. You know the whole thing, you know, that the, the people in the construction place used to try to move dirt and move this and do that? Yeah. Back he took hoe. that... He took his backhoe, and he started demolishing houses inside that rural area. Actually demolishing houses, because he was so angry and pissed off. Damn. To a certain extent, where he just snapped. The guy was pissed. One day, out in the... Yeah, exactly. And the thing about it, the guy was very weird, too. During the nights, I would hear, like, accounts from uh, other people, like, maybe dropping off stuff in the Goodwill. This guy would be, like, maybe, like, uh, using his backhoe to, like, dig up dirt in the middle of the night and stuff. They would hear his, like... Uh, like, like equipment going. But the thing about it is, that guy had like one, talked to his neighbor one more time and stuff, and during the middle of the day, he just starts smashing houses. Smashing houses during this, like this poor projects, like place that's like inside of our town. So he destroyed like about two or three houses this way. Totally just demolished them. There wasn't any people inside them, thank God. But it's like, Damn. they were replaced, finally, but uh, it took a bit. He's in jail, obviously, right now. So, but, uh, okay. But it made rounds on the national news because it was just one of those signs. It was just so funny seeing it, like, on ABC News, my hometown, like, my town that I'm living in. All of a sudden, you see that one dude doing that. It just makes headlines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but anyway. It doesn't take much. No. I mean, it sounds like a lot, you know, to do that. But it's like, anyone can do that. No, it's yeah, that's like, exactly true. This dude snapped, and, and, like, he's... There you are everywhere now. You snap exactly. one time, and you're on the fucking news. <laughs> well, exactly, Justin. And I've... I pretty much have learned over the past, like, couple of years, and especially, like, watching these videos, like, on YouTube, and, like, listening to stories and all these messed up accounts, that the most, like, messed up people are the ones that act normal, and you wouldn't suspect anything, and all of a sudden they would just go off. Yep. And just, just go fucking crazy. <laughs> But, anyway, that's my kind of scary story. Do so you guys have something in sorts of possibly a scary story? Um, Tyler, do you have any scary stories? Well, also joining us this week, we have Justin. <laughs> no, that's fine. Hey, I like it. Long no, that's fine. I messed up the intro, so it's No, it's worked out. I like it. Um, oh, no problem. I don't really have any horror stories unless you want to talk about my work. I mean, that that gives most people nightmares. There's got to be um, something that scared you. Well, I mean, I work Saturdays by myself in the giant <laughs> warehouse for three years. I mean, it's it's kind of creepy. More you creep yourself out more than anything. Like I'm, I'm talking like literally a giant warehouse. Like, yeah, where I work currently, um, there's two warehouses connected oh, together. Okay, sorry. And they're and they're pretty good size, like a couple football field links uh-huh. long. You know, f- I don't know how many yards, but pretty big areas. You know, for you know, for, some Saturdays you're in. You're walking down aisles, grabbing stuff you need and uh-huh. everything like that. Um, and like randomly, you just hear like uh, like a forklift backing up, which I mean, most of us know what that. Like, 
Like a normal, like one of you got the beep, beep, yep. beep, like most some big, <laughs> beep. You know, like a garage, like our garbage truck does. Yeah, like exactly. The, right. Back a little warning. Get out. You just uh, randomly hear like a, like you hear Hopefully like a, you can hear. Yeah, I was just hear like a fork the backing up. You, you hear it, you run to the area where it was, nothing's there. Oh, weird. Like, yeah. Like, I, that, like, the first few Saturdays I worked there, like, a lot of weird noises happened there, like, uh, the first, I mean, the first, one of the first Saturdays I worked there when it was, like, starting to get kind of, like, weather was getting pretty bad out mm-hmm. around this time of year, a lot more wind than normal, um, here's just a lot of banging, and I go up to the upstairs area where we have a little mez set up after hours of hearing this banging, try to ignore it best you can, because you don't really want to go upstairs, you hear it upstairs being what it is. Upstairs, yeah. fine. It's just like the roof, basically, just like the winds picking up the like, settle the roof and making bang noise. I don't have a lot of creepy, creepy like stories, like unexplained stories. Like other than like a couple times, I heard like forklifts backing up mm-hmm. uh, at work on a Saturday by myself, uh, scared the shit out of me. Like never really had any like, like unexplained events. That's actually you helped mm-hmm. me out. You're lucky, Todd. So are you actually. done? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I mean that's really I. <laughs> Never really had any like really? crazy like unexplained events. Okay. Like, what about you, Justin? I have had some, but I can't think of them now. But I, I, have. I will tell you, I'll tell you about one that I can think of now. Go ahead. Uh, it's not really like an event necessarily, <laughs> but like you made me because th- you brought up the workplace. I've actually been scared at a place that I work one time. Uh, not like scared the whole time I ever worked there, but just yeah. uh, okay. I worked at this place called Save a Lot. It's like a little like grocery store, mm-hmm. and it's uh. It used to be a bigger building, but they they cut down the size. Now the the parts that used to be part of the actual old store are like uh, places where you store like st- uh, extra stock and stuff like that. You said the back the back area. Yeah, the, like the back area. Then it wrapped around to like to the front. There's some windows. It's uh, so like a big. There's a big chunk of old store in there. Like there's like you can actually see where the old meat counter used to be. Oh man! Yeah. And there's an old scientist milk. And like I go back there by myself. And then you know, I closed the whole store with like one other like man, uh, manager or whatever. So it'd just be me and him, and I like buff the floors and take all the equipment back there. Well, the whole time I'm working there, I keep hearing these rumors about how like there's like people, uh, even like a manager I work with named Brenda. She worked. She was in the back area one time by herself, and she saw like an old chef guy. Like she just saw him in the the window cutting stuff, like with like this his hand going up and down, and like. I never, I never saw anything, but like every time I went back there, uh, I got scared. Like I had a weird feeling, like something was watching me. Like yeah. it's a weird feeling. Like I don't know if I would have had it if they didn't tell me or not. But it's kind of like one of those places you go to. Like you ever go to like a, a like, especially like a thrift store, or something. You go into a place where like it's like there's all kinds of weird things you maybe you've never seen. Yep. And all of a sudden, it almost feels like your brain's like loading this. Like it's like, whoa. Like, you almost kind of get dizzy for a moment. Mm-hmm. That happens to me anyways. And, like, every time I went back into this room, it did that to me. So it's kind of like, I don't know if I'm confusing certain uh, sensories with others, but, like, every time I went back there, I felt weird. It could and also like, even, be possible that you're possible. That it may be, like, uh, you're maybe thinking too fast or you're just thinking too many things at once at the time. It could be, like, a, exactly. a major, exactly. maybe kind of a minor, like, anxiety thing, you know? Hey, you... you you're probably right. <laughs> yeah, it's more like that's what like I when I was I was about like the whole working by myself on a Saturday uh-huh. in the warehouse. I hear the beeping noise. It's like almost like you did to yourself. Like, uh-huh. like you like you're like almost like you you kind of scare yourself. Yeah, like you're so like 
Normally you go to that uh, work in there. There's uh, 200 people in that warehouse. Yeah. Not by myself. No, it sounds like a ghost town. Yeah, it's like literally whatever. like like you go in the building and the, you go in the building and it's pitch black in there. Mm-hmm. You got to turn all the lights on by yourself. You just kind of like you're kind of psych yourself up. You're kind of you're kind of scaring yourself a little bit. Like and it's just like you just kind of want something to happen. Like, you're mm-hmm. kind of like you're like you're scared of something to happen, but at the same time you just you kind of want something. something. It's like yeah. it's like it's kind of like uh, well, I'm not gonna get into that, but it's kind of like uh, we're not dogs, of course, but like. A dog when it's like bored, like mm-hmm. we had a dog one time where they grab one piece of food, it did play with it for like yeah. an hour or two. You just it's need like you find something to keep your brain moving. Like it could be making yeah. up things, it could be adding things to reality, it could be doing all kinds of things. Yeah, but like your brain can't just stop. It's like you're expecting the worst, so you just like your mind tricks yourself into the worst happening. Yep. Mm-hmm. To like so that way it just happens. Yeah. Like you almost need it to happen. Like mentally to actually get it over with and you question it as you're thinking about it but you can't stop thinking about it yeah so it makes it worse <laughs> yeah like you're trying to like it's almost like you're mentally trying to help yourself but you just like you made it yourself it made it worse mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. like knowing that someone's about to shoot a gun next to them oh you know oh, and like it's, it's it's worse and it's worse than actually like it's happening by surprise yeah oh man like because you're like oh god you expect you you know <laughs> yeah. speaking about a gun you just remind me of something <laughs> A couple of years ago, I was living inside of like uh, this this two story house, and the neighbors would constantly be like, uh, like yelling or fighting or blah 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 or so on and so forth. Uh. There was this one night I was playing something on my DS, and it was like during the middle of the night. I had my lights off. I was playing a little bit, and all of a sudden, I thought I heard a couple of gunshots right next door, and I could distinctly hear that it was probably some sort of gunshot. That all of a sudden, I hear a scream, and I just started like. My stomach was so turned, it was like, oh my god. Like, it was just going through, just like, going through this rumbling type of phase, man. It's that type of fight-or-flight response where, like, your stomach just feels like it's just going in knots, and it's like, like, just something, like, some bad instinctually things. I told my Something, yeah, instinctually. I went, I came out of my room fast like a kid. I told my mom and dad to call the cops and stuff like that. Nothing came from that. He had a cut, like, an officer check everything and stuff like that, but... I I could not take any chances there because I heard a gunshot, I heard a scream, and it just it was just really weird. But yeah, you guys were also talking about some you've never like uh, had something that's like inexplicably you couldn't explain. I've had something happen a couple summers in a row that I have not been able to explain. During the summer inside my town, it sort of gets this humidity, like humidity just goes high and stuff, so I have to open my window. I open my window, and it's like all the way open, so I hear everything from the dogs barking, from the frogs croaking, everything else. And for, it was like around midnight, I went on Facebook, and all of a sudden I hear throughout the far distance, like, something, just something that's like yelling, like really yelling. Weird. I don't know what the hell it was. It was not... It did not sound like a dog. It did not sound like any coyotes or any wolves or anything like that. It didn't... It's like a human? It didn't sound like... It didn't sound like any, like, human stuff from my neighborhood or anything else. A little forewarning, though, is I... Let's see. The Olympic National Forest is, like, about a half an hour or, like, 45 minutes away from my town that I live. Not very far. And, uh... It sounded like it was coming towards the mountains, because it sounded like it was projecting from the mountaintop, like from the mountains over uh-huh. there, and all of a sudden just going, you know, going forth. And 
the strange thing about it is it wasn't like, say, a one-time thing. No, it kept on going, yelling, and calling for like a half an hour. A half an hour straight. Oh, I didn't... I It happened in like it? 2013, the summer of 2013, and it happened one year later in 2014 during this... I got a... Qu- yeah. Got a question yeah. for you. Was it like a... Whatever it, it like said or like made a noise of, did it keep repeating it over and over yep. again? It repeated it over and over again, but it was like the same tone. It was it... high pitch. Uh-huh. And uh, it sounded like... It almost sounded sort of human-like, but at the same time, I could not distinguish it because... Did, did it sound almost too perfect to be an animal? Yeah. It sort of sounded like it was kind of too perfect to be an animal because I, I really couldn't distinguish it from an actual animal you know <laughs> i think i know what it is yeah, i don't say i could be wrong because i had this happen a whippoorwiller oh. whippoorwillow or what the hell's a whippoorwillow it's a bird a, a bird a bird in the middle of the night i've heard one dude <laughs> yes at in the middle of the night huh. i've heard it uh at my friend's farm really and it, i couldn't believe what i was hearing it actually i couldn't go to sleep because i kept hearing it wow it kept repeating itself it was almost a little high-pitched and it almost sounds like it's not a person. It doesn't really sound like anything I know. Over and over again. Hmm. And I told the guys in the morning about what I heard, and they said, that's Whippoorwillow. Whippoorwillow. Hmm. Yes. Or something I've never like heard that. about Whipper. that. <laughs> yeah. And that's what it was. Like, And I looked it up. That is what it was. Wow. That <laughs> uh, might be what it you heard, be. man. I mean, I wasn't really familiar. And it's, 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 it's freaky. It's not like it doesn't stop, like at least the one I heard. It's not like an alarm almost. Like it was almost perfect every time. It had like a rhythm to it. It was freaky. But even with a whippoorwillow, almost wouldn't it like it doesn't like say, I don't know, pause for a bit and all of a sudden just keep going, or it was like just repeated like uh... just saying never pause. That's why I didn't think it was a real thing. It like it was amazing. Like if this if this thing was a singer, it'd be the best singer in the world because it never stopped. It kept going. Well, the difference between that and what I heard though is the thing actually stopped. Like, for about a, uh-huh. maybe a minute or two, and just let out a big old, like, yell again. Oh. So, I don't think it was a whippoorwillow in that ter- time. Of- you, yeah, you might be right. Uh, it just reminded me of that time. Well, yeah, you may not be far away from the point right there. I need to sound what it, you know, check out what a whippoorwillow sounds like. But, at the same time, as like I was saying, I mean, I couldn't distinguish what it's what it actually was. It was really weird, because it sounded like high pitch, and it sounded sort of like... Almost like a like a woman's voice, but it was strong, you know. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> but other than that, that that's like two experiences that I had like two summers in a row where it's like, holy shit. <laughs> That'd be creepy. Yeah. Well, that's just you should try to you should try to look up different sounds, bird sounds, and try to maybe you know see if you remember. Yeah. Some for your homework. Yeah, I'll definitely do that. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not trying to freak out everybody. But <laughs> <laughs> so, Tyler, why don't you carry on? <laughs> okay. How are you doing? Oh man, I'm doing all right. Uh, it gets all so, serious, uh, and all of a sudden, it's like, the, okay. Yeah, <laughs> it's going all right. It's been a long, stressful week. Uh, recording on a Friday. It is um, October 30th. That's what we're talking about. In case you're wondering why we're talking about some kind of more scary stuff. Yep. Uh, we're actually, for Justin and I, we are Central Time. 
Gabe is uh, two hours Jack is behind us. Two hours behind Pacific us. Standard so for us, it's it's actually eleven fifteen uh, at, at night. Uh, tomorrow is this is forty five minutes. It is uh, Halloween. Yeah, so that's why we're discussing more scary stuff for us. Jack just walked away. By the way, people, <laughs> um, which is fine. Yeah, we'll uh, cross over uh, probably during the show. Yeah, so uh, we'll die. No, I'm doing all right. Stressful week, but week is over, so that's good. Got a two day weekend. Uh, been drinking a lot of alcohol beforehand. <laughs> Justin's too. here, what looking at me? It's always nice. I, 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 I'm making weird noises. You don't, like a whipper willow. You've been making weird noises for <laughs> as long as I've known you for over 20 years. Um, That's probably true. No. So I'm drinking quite a lot, quite a bit because it's Friday. I don't have to work tomorrow. That is more awesome. than usual. Uh, Justin got to watch me trip over my own bed and fall into it. I almost didn't get up. He's like, like that, that's a bed. There's a bed here. There was a bed there. I didn't know there was a bed there. He, him, he fell I, right into it. I fell right into it. It was nice. Then he went to the toilet. Yes, then I went to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> but no, I am quite drunk. So I'm going to apologize in case I'm slurring at all throughout the podcast. I will try to keep the energy up and the slurring to a minimum. At least we're on the same page. Yes. <laughs> uh, we drink some pretty good beers. Yeah, good, some we, interesting weird things. I haven't hours. tried that thing yet, but it looks cool. Yeah, uh, La Do you, you want to try it? You want to drink yeah, it? I better try it. Okay. Right. It's really warm. He's been holding it profusely. Profusely for three hours now. Take a couple drinks out of that. The second drink is always the most Ooh. important. I'm drinking a, what was it, Lagalitas? That is, oh my, that is awesome. That is a Lagalitas IPA. Uh, pretty good, actually. That is really good. I like good. what you got better with that Hebrew. You do? That Hebrew one. I, I think like. I like that one better. This one's a little easier to drink, but, yeah. the, but the, the one you got was actually Has a good. more lasting effect. Yeah, I would, <laughs> it's, it's more flavor to it. How's the old chub for you? Dude, I don't know what's going on, but it's weird me out. Like, my palate might be fucked up. You were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. but like this this old chub here, Scotch ale, it's sound. It's tasting like uh, like smoked uh, dog bone right now. I don't know why. I think it's that I ate a dog bone one time a long time ago. Like Maybe this, this to, as a joke. I'm or a big fan of the old chub though. No, but I like it though. But usually I like it. But this tonight, like I don't know what it is. I'm gonna try it again. Old chub's good. Uh, we drink quite a bit. Drink some 8-bit ales. It's better now. I don't know what's happening. Huh. What's my weird taste buds tonight? Might be. That's why I drink a water in between some of these IPAs <laughs> I've had. That probably helps. No. Anyways, I'm doing pretty good. Um, <laughs> Tyler, he has been playing some games here. Yeah. So. <laughs> or at least one. I don't know what games I'm playing. You put it in the <laughs> show notes. It just says TRFFF. TRFF. I like that. Dash, or it's a mystery. CC, T R F F, colon CC. I don't know what that is. Theorhythm, Final Fantasy, oh, Curtain Call. Oh, cool. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes all sense. Right. We're just trying to figure out what it was. Um, <laughs> so we've all have we like all been playing the same. We've all played Yoshi's Blue World, right? Have we? No, I don't know. He hasn't played. You son of a <laughs> bitch. It's okay. Alright, well, Justin and I God playing. damn it. Uh, we'll, <laughs> you want to say it for the end, Justin? Yeah, sure. Okay. Well then... Oh my God, sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, what man. have you been playing? G- Gabe, Jack, tell us what you've been playing. Well, like uh, I wrote down the show notes right here. 
<laughs> I played a bit of Thea. I played <laughs> and beat Thea Rhythm Final Fantasy Curtain Call. What was kind of weird about how I beat the Ugh. game is the game isn't structured to where I play through a bunch of like quest stuff and then be like the main like final boss or something like that. No, the boss comes after like a certain amount of rhythmia you've collected from playing the game or playing the songs so much. So as soon as I hit like uh, two, no, not two thousand, like twenty thousand, I think. Was it twenty thousand? No, it was actually two thousand. My bad. Once you hit two thousand, you get to face off against uh, the final boss, which turns out to be like, uh, it turns out to be like one of the main bad guys from one of the like Final Fantasy Dissidia games and stuff like that. And so basically, how I've been playing, I've been playing the game like almost nonstop. I got at least about maybe fifteen to seventeen hours that I've played upon this uh, Final Fantasy Curtain Call game. The rhythm game is really fun. But I think this final boss battle just comes completely out of nowhere. Because until then, I was just enjoying myself playing games on music lists. And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you got enough crystal things in order to face the final boss. I'm like, that's weird. <laughs> but uh, I went and I did like a perfect chain all the way from beginning to end. And I was on expert mode. So it was a little bit more complicated. But I was able to beat that uh, that uh, the, the final boss and stuff just easily. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh boy, but uh let's see. Other than that, I had a chance to play the Yokai Watch demo. Oh, that's out on 3DS? It's not going to be out until like I believe about the 6th or the 7th of uh, November. I mean the demo's out the there. The demo was out. I downloaded a couple of demos okay. a few nights ago. One of them was Yokai Watch, the other one was Stella Glow and I still have like uh, a cup I downloaded Yokai Watch. Yokai Watch I think was really Sorry. fun. I played through that demo, like, uh, the first ten minutes of it, and I love the use of, like, the touchscreen, because the touchscreen's really important inside, I mean, you don't have to use it, but it's so intuitive, because the thing how it's structured is, unlike Pokemon, where you just do, like, one creature at a time, you have, like, all six creatures that you have, and you can just cycle through them, like, easily on the go, so if cool. you're in a big battle against other, you know, like, ghosts and stuff, what you can uh -huh. do is you can use the stylus up on the touchscreen and you can switch between whatever monster that you have. During the beginning of each battle, you have like a super attack that you can use at any time, but you can only use it once until they have to go and recharge, and it takes a slow process. So how the demo was structured is you have like a healer, you have a couple other like major attackers and stuff. So what I ended up basically doing is the whole demo portion, you were supposed to find, like, three bad yokai that you had to defeat in order to accomplish this one mission. I went forth, I was searching around, just, like, just bullshitting or something like that, and I end up finding with my little device that they give you at the beginning of the game. Is it a yeah, watch? It's a watch. And that's... I haven't played the demo yet. <laughs> and so, you can actually go underneath certain cars, and you can find, like, monsters that you can try to recruit and, like, do anything like that. But I didn't recruit any type of ghosts, per se. But uh, I did end up just trying a lot of the battle system. And what I end up finding out is there are types of attacks that will disable your party members to where you have to purify them, quote-unquote. So in order to purify them, you have to switch them out with uh, your stylus or the left or right triggers on your 3DS. And you mm -hmm. have to press the purify button. And press the certain character, like, a couple of times. And you have to go through this little mini-game where you have to, like, pop bubbles or break things or tap on the screen in order for them to get purified. <laughs> That's kind of cool. I, I thought so, too. 
and the thing about it is it's really fun it's not like overtly like violent it's not like a really like a menacing or something like that it was really easily enjoyable and i i was surprised how much i was getting mm-hmm. into like just playing the game itself because a lot of the ghosts that you do encounter they're like really cool there's like ghost ninjas there's like various other types of uh ghosts there's even a ghost that looks like a fucking butt that's like uh farting <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> but yeah i went through the demo i defeated the three major monsters which wasn't really that that hard to tell you the truth because all i did was just basic rpg strategy where you have one healer you have your support and your attacker if they get like a little bit close to the end of their hp you switch them out use a couple ultra attacks or something by tapping on the character and the like big old attack screen and stuff there's something that was kind of interesting about this demo though i believe mm-hmm. once i downloaded it I noticed that unlike other demos, this one only has about maybe 15 plays you can do, as opposed to, say, other 3DS titles. The demos are like 31 or so. Mm. Mm. It's got a lower... They want you to come. Exactly. And that's... <laughs> come and buy yeah, it. exactly. <laughs> Out of context. <laughs> they want you to come so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Several times. 15 <laughs> times. <laughs> Oh boy, but uh, what was funny, I just found it kind of really interesting, because unlike other demos that Nintendo has put out on their eShop service, Yokai Watch is the first that I can remember to where it's cut in half to where it's only 15 plays. So, what that just means to tell me is they really want probably people to go out and buy this, because they know that the gameplay probably is that addicting to where they're going to go back and play this. Yep, a and times. to me, it's like their first shot, and probably their only big sh- chance they have at like making this thing stick here. I think so too, because not only do they have that, but they got the Yokai Watch animated series that's coming, I believe, on. Uh, I think it's on a Nickelodeon or possibly a Cartoon Network. Not too sure. It's, is it CW? No, 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 no. The CW does not do that anymore okay. for like Saturday morning cartoons. Oh, it stops. Okay. Oh, sorry. Actually, it was earlier this year, which they discontinued Saturday morning cartoon stuff. It was I the last okay. major. Oh, I remember what's happening. That's Saturday. messed up. That's, that's right. That's when Jake was still here. It was the One last Saturday morning. The this year was the last official time where there was other stations that would have Saturday morning cartoons. Because remember, in the '90s and even the '80s, you had ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, maybe like Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network, but those weren't like uh, really big until like about the early '90s. Because Cartoon Network came around 93, Nickelodeon, I think it was like around 91, possibly. But uh, anyway, going back to the point at hand here, Yokai Watch, I think it's a really fun game. And for people on the fence about it, I would suggest just downloading this demo, give it a try. Check it out yeah, at least. At least check it out. And what's kind of strange is the, the dub version of this anime that they have for Yokai Watch is surprisingly easy to watch and kind of enjoyable. <laughs> Cool. So it this this has potential to be an, a smash hit if it's marketed correctly and people are able to like uh, get into it easy. It has that uh, eerie type of Pokemon feel to it, to where mm. the game is simple. Yeah, you can build and build and build upon it to where it could possibly be a potential smash hit. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming this is why I, we mentioned this a long time ago. That this is the first year in quite a while that we have a Pokemon mm-hmm. game. 
Like an actual mainstream Pokemon game on 3DS. They have the Mystery Dungeon DS. 1 is all. It doesn't count. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, like, as far as, like, a main, like, Pokemon game goes, for some of the long time we have one handheld. I'm wondering if they planned this out a long time ago that they had the Yokei Watch out. Because this is the first of its, of its series out on handhelds. So maybe they want to kind of cannibalize so this new series. Yeah. With you know, with Pokemon, they want to like it's, make its own thing. And there's different company, isn't yes, it? it? Is. It's uh, I think five. It's, it's not Nintendo so, level five, so it's like ooh, level five makes me more interested actually because I like level almost five. like Nintendo's like I don't want you to yeah, like you said, cannibalize Pokemon because yeah. they're huge too, but mm. also we don't want to stunt your growth. Yeah, well, that's you know? actually a good point of view there, Tyler, because. Yeah, there's yeah. no mainline Pokemon game coming out this year, which, like you said, it's the first time in like a year, almost exactly a year, that a mainstream Pokemon game has come out. The only thing Pokemon-related we're getting this year is a Mystery Dungeon game, which that's not the same. <laughs> which, no, which it's just literary. Tenth of no one will buy. So not that I've played any Pokemon game in a long time, but like I've, from, I've heard from fans of Pokemon that the Mystery Dungeons aren't the same. Yeah, they like got always like all of them in poorly it's reviewed. Hack and slash, like, yeah. I think it's like oh. basically a hack and slash. I wonder, slash I wonder what it is about a hack and stuff. slash. It's like a dungeon crawler, basically. It basically is. Yeah. Uh. Which is like the worst part of Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. I, I'm, I'm interested in this. I want to hear more about it when it comes out. Yeah, me too. I didn't realize the demo was out. I might check it out as a fan of kind of Pokemon style games and Yu Gi Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, card game, I might check this I out. Maybe up your alley, Tyler. Uh, it's a little bit more simpler than say Pokemon is. <laughs> is it? Is it? Okay, I'll check out the demo. The demo's out. It's like Monster Rancher. It actually sort of reminds Ooh, me kidding. of Monster Rancher. I was a big fan of Monster Rancher. Oh, really? It kind of reminds I me. I like that show. I like Monster Rancher. I like Monster Rancher. Monster Rancher, and even like Digimon when it was like on the PlayStation, they had this whole like, I think it was either Digimon World Two or something like that had a three-on-three mechanic or something like that, like a standard how RPG uh-huh. is. But the diff, but obviously for this yokai watch, it's like six on uh, possibly like three or whatever the hell. You know, you have access just to do six creatures, like three at one time. You know, do this and do that. Oh hmm. boy, interesting. I, I hope it does good, but I hope it doesn't like just alienate Pokemon too. Like, I hope it does. Like both can in, do good. It's, it's almost Pokemon, impossible. Yeah, it's different. Take yeah. away from Pokemon at this point. It's been around since '98, so it's like, no, you're not going to take out its own juggernaut. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool. Then that makes me happier. Yeah. Um. But is he play anything else? No, that's about it. Jake right there. or is it a Jack? Wow. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't be sorry. I actually God, played something I new. <laughs> I called you Jake, though. I'm oh. sorry. Apologize for that part. Don't tell him. I mean, ignore that. I guess you get into character and just ignore that. What I just said, young kind of one. <laughs> oh wow, that's um, awesome! I, love I, I know. I also went into the darkness and I started paddling the darkness <laughs> with a spoon. Report that brings me back, Tyler. Oh man, if he was here right now, he would have raised. He would have raised. And all of a sudden, it's like awesome. I just went into the darkness and I was battling a spoonless monster, and all of a sudden, the monster reveals itself to be John Cena. <laughs> then he would have rage quit. Oh man. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's too busy playing Destiny. That is so, awesome. That's very Jake, true Jake's though. Ever Jake. since like uh ever since he left and stuff, I constantly see him on the Xbox One just playing Destiny with his clan. 
I think he. I think he quit this podcast so he could play. He could play Xbox. He could play. <laughs> I'm Destiny. gonna feel that. It's a noble <laughs> thing, though, if you love the game. I think that's the real reason he quit. It's a noble could... idea. That ah, fucker. <laughs> I'm only upset because I have to pay for it now. That's the reason I'm upset about it. Uh, we'll help you. Well, just just pays me an amiibos. He pays you an amiibos. And uh, he does. He bought uh, me two amiibos. Jack no, pays you with love. Uh, kind of. Yes. <laughs> It's more important. Actually, I paid Jack to come here. And <laughs> oh yeah, it's the only way he'll be sticking around. No, actually, the only way actually he works at the Love going. Hotel. Um, it's really weird. I charge him by the hour. Um, that is awesome. Yes, but moving on. I know. I think Justin and I played the same yeah. game. I know J- uh, Jack bought it. Uh huh. Play it. Pointing at you in, very angrily right now. <laughs> It's it's ti- it's timeless, so don't worry. <laughs> yes, and you can't really spoil it. We're gonna put it in think. a gift form, me pointing at you. Uh, but no, I'm gonna let you talk about the other game you played. Okay, you you played two games, right? Yep. Okay, uh, I played one more than the other. Okay, so we'll talk about the one that we both played. Okay. Yes, World. We'll talk. We'll talk about. What, we'll let you talk. Well, about knock mine out first. Yes. Okay. Well, I uh, told you guys last week I played the demo of uh, Triforce Heroes, mm-hmm. and Tyler played it too. Yep. And, uh I ended up getting the game. I pre-ordered it like a fool. No, but I like the game. <laughs> but uh, I I pre-ordered it though. But uh, I seem to do that all the time. You do. I'm like a hypocrite. But uh, yes. I pre-ordered Triforce Heroes, and uh, I went to pick it up and put it in my system, my 3ds. And I actually, I really like this game. It's uh, everyone's like, oh, this is not a Zelda game. It's uh, it it it's totally a Zelda game. It's got dungeons. It's got Link in it. You can dress up as a woman. That's always been a thing. Uh, <laughs> just the way he said it. It's insane. It's like, oh, it's Dungeons. It's Link. He can dress as a woman. That's it's awesome. Dressing. There's a French music in the background. This lady's obsessed with Sweet. fashion. So Zelda's turning into Assassin's Creed. It is Got hilarious, it. man. No. <laughs> the, the music is really good. It's it's like not a Zelda game, but it is completely. It's weird. I'm just picturing uh, Link in every day getting okay. access to dress as a, as a woman and <laughs> like subconsciously. Just like a woman. I usually dress up as a woman in that game because you get more hearts. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> but uh, what, what I really love about this game is like online playing with random uh-huh. people. I love to play with you guys, but obviously I live in a real world where not everyone's going to buy this game yeah. right now. So it's like, I play with random people and uh, this, I, I've i never played an online game with especially random people. Like with you guys, if I was playing with you, I'd probably be laughing. But I'm laughing the whole time with people. If I'm messing up, if they're messing up, I'm non-stop just laughing <laughs> at what's happening. Like, even when everyone's like, no, no, you threw me off into this uh, icy pit of hell. That's not really hell because it's icy. But it's like, oh, oh man, uh, I've made mistakes. People I play with have made mistakes. But, like, we always, like, usually, like, I've been lucky. Tyler has a bad experience with the demo. Did you played. make a mistake? I've made mistakes. Did you make, did you oh, fool? yes. I acted what a fool. And, uh,. Did Dude. you not get my Queen reference I was going there? Totally did. <laughs> oh, you liar. I didn't make it sound like I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. Okay, sorry. I need to, though. <laughs> no, but this game is actually... Uh, if you don't play online, though, uh, this game is not fantastic. Uh, there's a one-player mode, which I found out I was reading about. It's like, oh, this game was all along 
the people, uh, developers are making, they're like, oh, let's make it a, a multiplayer game only. Then eventually, uh, someone came in and said, hey, we have to have one player something. No, you have to. No. You have to. It's like, we gotta have... They're like, oh, okay. Watch. You can tell that. It's like, oh, man, this game one player? Oh, this game deserves a 3 out of 10. But when you play with people, I understand why there's some low scores. Like, if you're not playing with people and you're having a good time, you will not enjoy this game. Like, it is simplest Dungeons and Zelda. Okay. There, but actually, at the same time, there's new things that are really clever, which... This little little game mechanic things here and there, I could go on and on and talk about them, but you experience it if you played it. Mm-hmm. Like, just little things like, uh, wow, that's, that's pretty clever there. Like, actually really hard to figure out, uh, especially when you're by yourself. And working with people, it's like... It's either really hilarious, frustrating, but at the same time, whether it's hilarious or frustrating, it's, it's either it's always funny. I mean, it's like you're always kind of having a good time, and you know why everything <laughs> fell apart. Like you know exactly why this guy over here in the corner keeps wanting to go over here. That's why you fell apart. That guy. <laughs> you just take that guy you know, just toss him off a cliff. It's, Oh, it takes one asshole. It takes one asshole, but at the same time, like, this asshole at the beginning turned out to be the savior because, oh, he's trying to get some hearts over here because we're dying. <laughs> like, we were the dumbasses over we're here. just an asshole. Like, he was actually, like, like we're like the assholes. Like, fuck you. We're going to keep playing this, um, beating this, trying to beat this boss for the fourth time. And uh, the, the bosses are really good in this game. Like, really fun and uh, unique as the three player thing goes like it's one of them like you have to hit with a hammer it's like a giant yeah. ice snake you have to hit him with a hammer and uh, you can't hit him with the other guy with a hammer you like oh each level has like uh, different items like oh two guys got the the hammer the mega hammer and one guy has a boomerang like it's always right, right. all levels are different like that like one guy's gonna do this and one yeah you guys know the story here mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Uh, so you hit the snake, and then you can't really hit the snake well unless someone else hits the snake, though, in the middle of their body. It smashes it down. It looks really cool. It's actually yeah. a really really good-looking 3DS game. And uh, then it'll stop. It's smashed down into the ice. Then you have to hit him in the in the face <laughs> with a hammer. It's kind of like the, the bird from Wind Waker that you keep hitting in the skull. With oh, yeah. a small hammer. Yeah. Yep, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. This boss is kind of like that. But it's like a snake. And... Uh, Remind me of that though. That though, but that one took like five times to beat with random people. But it was so cool though, it felt awesome when we finally beat it because it was the same two people I've been playing with for like I don't know forty minutes or something, and like it felt really good to beat it. So, uh, yeah, kind of went on a little longer than I thought I would go about this game, but I'm really I'm really enjoying this game. But I can't recommend it to you if you're not ever going to play online or. Especially if you don't have any friends to play with, uh, I've had a lot of fun. I can I'm, I can play with random people just fine, but like some people can't play like with random people online and have a good time. Uh, this one kind of helps because I think you don't hear oh, them. That's definitely <laughs> true. If I heard them, maybe I couldn't play with them. But uh, it's just like you get emotes. I think it's called emojis. Emojis. Yeah. I keep on saying that word wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's that's really fun to me. Like this. Pushing them in the same amount of times really fast. Like, no! Or like, uh, use your item here. And it's it's really funny actually having the... Uh, actually having 
uh, voice chat not there. It actually makes this game funny to me. Like, I think if I had voice <laughs> chat, it wouldn't be as funny. Unless I was with friends. I think I'd just be irritated all the time, but... I'm not selling this game very well. But, uh, I, I really, really like it. sound like a good game with uh, friends. Yeah. It, it's actually... And it's more polished than I thought it would be, especially with bosses and, and the dungeon layout. And, uh, yeah. I mean, there's not a whole lot more I can say. Be, oh, one more thing real quick. I'm sorry. Uh, the kind of what keeps you playing besides just like seeing new dungeons and bosses what keeps you playing the dungeons over and over again each dungeon has at least three challenges to it there's like you can beat it normal then after that you unlock uh, three challenges some of them are like oh it's beat this dungeon timed beat this dungeon half hearts half uh, damage from you then it's like uh, one's like don't drop the pot so one of your three characters has a pot they cannot move the whole time. <laughs> so it's like, that guy can't pick the boomerang or whatever. Yeah. It's just kind of weird things like that. And each one, op- uh, what it does at the end is you open up uh, three tre- uh, treasure chests, I think we talked about last week, and you get a, a different item. And uh, you use these items and you unlock different outfits. As I mentioned, you dress up as a woman. Uh, that's the uh, Zelda outfit. And you can actually get more hearts that way. Each one has a really unique thing about it, which is actually pretty cool. Like, I just, the recent one I unlocked was the Polka mm-hmm. outfit. Polka, I think it's called. It's like, uh, it looks like an Eskimo outfit. And you don't slide on the ice. Nothing that freezes you hurts you. I unlocked, like, a Goron suit. And uh, you can swim through the lava. It's weird playing Zelda and swimming through the lava <laughs> like it's water, man. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Goron in the lava. That's kind of But, uh, it's actually really fun about it. And there's some things I'm missing here, but that's basically that's wraps cool. it up for me. Uh, I liked it a lot. How many different like dungeons are there though? There's at least eight uh, worlds, like castle type areas. Okay. Like dungeons, but each one has four, so it's like oh, thirty-two. Wow, I think at least. Cool. Oh, okay. Eight times four. Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah. There's at least thirty-two. There might be some extra stuff after you uh, get do every challenge. That's the, good. The challenges so- are very hard, especially one player. Like you won't be able to do some of them. Okay. You have to have people to play with. Like I realized, like the timing ones. There's no way you could do this by yourself. Yeah. Like the, some of the timing, like you got to beat this under a certain amount of time. There's no way you could do that by yourself, hmm. unless you're just a robot. Uh-huh. Well, that's good then. Yeah. All right. I was I was worried about content on that game or anything. Yeah, there's there's a lot more than I thought there'd be. Okay, that's cool. Well, the other game that uh, Justin and I both played, um, or have been playing, is Yoshi's Woolly World. Came out for Wii U a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I imagine you've got some more. I think last week you said you were at 2-2. Yep. Uh, where are you currently? 3-4, something like that, in the middle Okay. of the World 3. Okay. And I've been playing only, I only play this game nice. with my girlfriend Ashley. Yeah. We'll only play this together. Like, it's rare for me, but uh, I haven't touched it since. Okay. And uh, uh, real quick, if, if there was a award like this is like uh, an award for like game of the year that has like the most consistent art style I would definitely pick this game yes. there's not one thing in this world that I've looked at I've looked hard too that I couldn't make uh, going to like a uh, hobby lobby or something like that like everything on there is like something real mm-hmm. it's just kind of cool like everything's based on arts and crafts like it's just it's, it's really neat that way and the music goes with it too yeah uh. <laughs> yeah um for me, I actually finished this game. You finished it? I finished it. Oh wow! Uh, that I was cool. I did not know that. I started the game. I, I started the game Thursday, last Thursday. As um, and I play. I only played the first two levels, but I really didn't like. I got into the game Saturday morning, 
and I was I finished it up Sunday morning. Oh wow! So I I got hooked on this game for like I pretty much beat this game realistically like two sittings. That's cool, um, man. You can probably beat this game in six or seven hours. It's not my my biggest plan with the game is it's kind of short for a kind of in that Mario realm where most Mario games is eight worlds. This was mm-hmm. only six. Yeah, I was wondering what I wondered what how many worlds it would have, and I knew it had less now that I started playing it. Yeah, so that kind of bummed me out. I do like the the fact that you like your amiibos, like actually, like you basically every amiibo you, you can scan in the game. Yes. Everyone has their own costume. That is cool, and actually Tyler pointed that out for me because I didn't know that the whole time I had it. So I used the duck hunt amiibo oh. costume for the skin the entire time. Sweet. I don't know why I just like that one quite a bit. <laughs> that one, yeah, that one's yeah. cool looking. Um, Meta Knight looks really sweet too. I know you don't, don't have, have his, but he yeah. looks sick. Uh, I was a big fan of uh, also Ganondorf. Yep. Wasn't that a big one of mine? Um, but um, Did you like any ones that you unlocked? I didn't unlock any. Oh no, he didn't get the five in every, uh, not one level? No, I, I, from what it looks like is after you beat the main game, you mm-hmm. can basically, there's like a bunch of side stuff you can do to unlock different uh, costumes and stuff. Mm. Uh, I assume you do that all after you beat the game. I know you can do that after uh, actually while playing the game. Interesting. I did a bunch of side stuff. I didn't do like each world has I think like five. Um, was it five like sunflowers or each well, level has five sunflowers, five uh, wool like spools of yarn, like big old chunky yeah. yarn. Can't think of what they're called. And there's anymore. something else, and like then after you beat. The oh, game, and you can get twenty. Uh, if you if you if you twenty the level with uh yeah, there's twenty stamps yeah which is really easy to get stamps in this game you just gotta collect the root uh, the jewels basically not easy red jewels well um so actually what it is is um for every fifty of those red jewels you collect you unlock a stamp really yeah so it's not like you it's got, not completely random it's not like you like each stamp each world has twenty of these red jewels and for every 20 RV 50 collect or 60 collect it's you unlock a stamp one stamp yes one are you stamp. sure yes wow yeah I looked it up you, uh, you must be right because it keeps saying that you unlock 260 stamps yeah so you unlock yeah. so it's not actually 260 stamps it's a weird number it's not like the first one was like 50 then it's like 100 then it's like 160 then one then oh weird it, yeah then like a three, I had like 320 or something like that um there's actually a world there's one secret there's like one Secret level unlocked too at the end. In each world, no. There's oh, actually there's one else. secret. There's like one secret level left. Oh, you have to collect all the sunflowers though. In each world, right? Yeah. If you, all, yeah, yeah. All two hundred seventy love. All two hundred seventy sunflowers. You have to get them all before you get unlock this last level. And on top of that, in each world, there's a secret level too for unlocking each sunflower from that world. Oh, really? Yes. I know that. Oh. Well, it's like thirty-seven out of forty. Like I'm really close to one of them. And there's a, uh, you know, a circle like around like how how the new level is going to be. And yeah, like, I know what you're talking about. Two little balls of yarn. Yeah. There's a secret level in each world, so you're saying there's a secret wor- uh, level on top of that. Yeah, at if the you end of the game. All, after you give them all. That's cool. Which well, I actually watched. I figured there video. would be. I watched a YouTube video on. It's not super crazy, but it's it's just mm. one long level. Kind of like um, Super Mario uh, Galaxy Two. Like it's not real crazy, but it's like ah, it's cool. It was easier, I'd say. Yeah. I I would say my biggest complaint with this game. Sorry, uh, is that I, I felt it was fairly easy. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's, some, there's definitely some levels where I was challenged, especially yeah. later in the game. Uh, but the game is fairly easy. It doesn't feel like it's not like so much of a uh, like there. It's not so much 
more of a hardcore gamer or a or anything like that, or like just normal gamer goes. It's more of a, it feels more casual of a game than mm-hmm. uh, you know for most games, even from Nintendo's standpoint. Mm-hmm. But I really liked it quite a bit. I thought, like you said, the art style is yeah. I think is fantastic. Uh, it's still a lot of fun. Nintendo knows how to make fun games. Oh yeah. Uh, which I mean, not all developers don't do that. I guess That's it's, true. It's not a serious game. It's a. It's like it's not like. Is this going to be my game of the year? No, but is it a fun game to play? Yes. Yeah. It's a hell of a lot of fun to play. I, I like the fact that I beat this game in essentially twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, should say a lot. Like yeah. I could not when I when I start playing this game, it's like oh I'll do a few levels here and then like oh it's like oh okay I'll start at two one and all of a sudden it's like next thing you know it's like. I'm at 4-4. Four, four. Uh-huh. Like, holy shit, I've been playing this game for like three hours. <laughs> I'm all fun with this. That's cool. Um, so, I, 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 I've been hooked on that, so the music is fantastic. I love the music. Yeah, so every like level has its own music. There's even one level, I think it's in World 2 or World 3, where it's like a hard, almost like a rock version of like um, Yoshi's... I think I know what you're talking about. Uh you know, and it's just like every level. It's like some sweet slap bass and stuff in it. Yeah, and it's just I know like, what you're it's talking like about. Fun, like every world has its own has its own music. Yeah, and then there's like it's it's kind of like it's not the worlds are not formulaic. Where like it's no. like some like some levels are harder than others. Yes, or like in level. I think World Four is my favorite world of all oh, cool. six of them. I'm about, uh, yeah, I haven't got there yet. It's but got like, the blanket on top, ready to once we beat World Three, we'll be there. Okay. But, um, so for this, like, some, like, I'm not going to spoil that, that no, world okay. for you, but, like, s- some worlds are, like, it's, like, they're longer than, or some levels are so- longer than others. Like, some levels, it's just, like, straight forward. A lot of, like, some worlds are just more platforming than others. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of more, like, kind of fast-paced, uh, jumping yep. kind of game levels. Just get through it, and, like, and then some, like, more skill-based, and some are just more, like, 10, 15-minute levels. Yeah. We're like, all right, we gotta get these skills. Almost like some puzzles with keys. Yeah, with the keys. Like every, it's every a completely different have, level from the other ones. Yep, every level. I think the, the pyramid world, one was like that. Um, is that level two? That world two? I think so. Okay, uh, but every world has one level where it's like you have to get keys. Oh, does it? Okay. Yeah, um, and you have to like basically that actually makes sense now. It's more puzzle based, trying to find the keys. Um, but no, I I, I absolutely adored this game. Yeah, um, I would say for fifty bucks, uh, it's definitely a pick up if you're an amiibo fan. Sixty bucks, you get an amiibo with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely still pick up. I I was I love this game. The more downside with it is I felt like I wish there was more to it. Yeah, and it's very rare for me. Like most games, when the time I finish them, thank God I'm ready for. Yeah, <laughs> like I mean, even like games I really enjoyed. It's like yeah, even like Metal Gear Solid Five. Like like I finished that game and I love I love Metal Gear Solid Five. But even at that point, I was kind of ready for that game to be over. Like, I was kind of... I was, kind I was of, just... Yeah, to a point, I was too. Like, it wasn't like... I didn't hate the game. I was just kind of like, okay. like Just the way um, kind of things kind of wrapped up for me. Yeah. In this game, this is one of the weird games where I'm just like... What more? I wish it was more. I wish it was like yeah. really two more worlds, at least, for this. Yeah. I was kind of disappointed finally there was only six. Uh, Real quick, just to go back to what you're saying about how it's like really easy... Uh. Most Yoshi games I've played have been really easy to like, yep. r- to run through. Yeah. But, like, what makes them challenging is, like, collecting everything. That's what the oh, game's yeah. based around. Is like, literally, like, just finding all the hidden things and secrets. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where the challenge comes in. Because it's, like, designed at a core. Like, anyone can beat this game. Yeah. But, like, oh, if you want to do this. Like, even even more so than Mario to me. Like, actually, Yoshi, uh, World of Worlds like that. Like, 
Like, because uh, Mario actually gets pretty challenging to a point towards yeah. the end. Oh, yeah, least. definitely. But, like, I, I don't play, I haven't beat this game yet, but I'm just guessing, like, from other Yoshi games I've played. Like, it's always, like, it gets a little more challenging, but it's, especially with, like, uh, with two people, it's really actually hard, this game. I've yeah, been playing I've with played... two people, and it's, it is difficult with two people, especially if you're trying to collect everything. It's like, <laughs> holy shnikes. And you feel bad, and you get frustrated, and it's just, but like at the same time, it's like a lot of fun, and uh, uh, there's something I was gonna say. I forgot. I, like, I I would yeah. I would say for you, like you guys should just try to finish the game. Yeah, that's what we're and, doing. And we, we've kind of you, forgotten about, and I'm going back. I'm yeah. thinking about going back and getting everything. I would say you go back and yeah. try to collect all, like at least click all the sunflowers and lock the last the secret level. Yeah, because there's some really cool level ideas in this game. Like, mm-hmm. I like the one where real quick just. I think it might be level world three. I might have beat world three. I don't remember. I, mean, I, might, I might be on world four. Okay. But world three, uh, real qu- I'm not to really spoil anything, but it's like a little mechanic where like you're throwing these, uh, I don't know what em- enemies there are, but like it makes clouds. Yeah, that's... And you can yeah. walk on them. Like that little like little idea is cool. Like this, Yeah, that's a cool thing. like little things like that. And like I want to mention that is actually, um, there's like a lot of levels that like change up the game so quite a bit, but mm-hmm. that's the only level they do that in. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. I would say probably five or six levels throughout the game like, where it's like you do something in that level that you don't do in any other in like any mm-hmm. other level. Like they teach you this new mechanic, but it doesn't happen again. Yeah, uh, so far I'd agree with you completely. It's yeah. almost like a completely random assortment of. Uh... That's what I mean. Like where every 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 world's kind of different. Where it's just like I think the I think like the the difficulty spike kind of goes up and down. Yeah, uh, just because yeah. of that. Because this is like the this, this is how random some of these levels are. Uh, you know, they can be somewhere like platformy, mm-hmm. somewhere more puzzly, somewhere just like just random stuff you never see. You'll see this one time only mm-hmm. and never again. It's like uh, oh, run real fast because it's gonna disappear. Like yeah, it's like every level has its own little some weird theme. Kind of like three D, kind of like three D World did, but like this game's even more like that. Yeah, in a way. But no, it's it's a great game. Yeah, uh, let's go ahead and move on because we actually yep. have some. Uh, yeah, we got some quite topics. a bit of topics here, and we're about an hour in. Yep. So we should probably fly to some of these topics. Yes. Because uh, I don't know one another two-hour podcast. I don't <laughs> know if our lip sync count can take it. Uh, yeah. Kind of starting off. Uh, this will actually should be our last podcast before Extra Life. Um, I think uh, next week's show might come out the day of Extra Life, maybe the day after, depending on if I'm able to edit it or not beforehand. Um, but our group on Talking Ship on extra life, extra life dot org yeah. actually made its goal very easily uh, actually thirteen hundred and fourteen dollars, which is great. That is awesome. Yep. Um, I'm fairly. I'm, I'm. I should say fairly. I'm pretty excited about it. It's my. I, I've said before on this podcast <laughs> is my favorite, least favorite day of the year. <laughs> uh, it's a tough day to do, but it's. I also look forward to doing it. Um, but I'm curious, uh, I know Justin, you have to work. Yes, I would, I'm, I'm still excited, but like, I'd be even more like, oh yeah, I can't wait. Yeah. You, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I'm still excited cause like I could do it whenever, you know, I yeah. could do like the next day. But if you want to, you know, we'll be on a party chat probably all day, I imagine. So you can always join oh, yeah. us. I totally will. Actually, uh, if I'm, if you're there and I'm there, I'll come in. Well, I mean, we will, we're, I think we're pretty much obliged to be there. So. Cool. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so I'm just curious, curious, Jack. Do you have any plans of what games you might be playing during Extra Life this year? 
Oh, for games. Well, I definitely have like a smorgasbord of games that I really should <laughs> crack open and try, obviously. But uh, <laughs> well, my overall thoughts about like uh, what I'm going to be doing for Extra Life is possibly streaming the games that I haven't been able to catch up to on the PS4. So we got games like say like Lego Marvel Superheroes. We got Far Cry 4. We got Metal Gear Solid 5. And that's just a couple of games that I can think of off the top of my head. But uh, there are also... I'm also seeing if I could potentially stream some Nintendo games because I do have... I believe I still have a Dazzle that I could easily go and connect. Like I did a couple of years ago for Extra Life to where I streamed it through the... Oh gosh, what is it? XSplit. Used yep. XSplit. Like I streamed it through to my Twitch account. And I ended oh, up cool. like streaming like a whole like a couple of funny different things. I still had that random clip up on like Twitch where I uh, had that that uh, CPU matchup the, like on the hardest difficulty in WWF No Mercy between Tyler and uh, Jake, and uh, the ending of that whole ordeal and stuff. You can literally Too see low, me baby. during the replay because Tyler won with like a like a literally with a Frankensteiner right. So he got he gets yep. Jake's character up to the top rope, and I didn't know that. Uh, he had the signature move. He puts him on the top rope. All of a sudden, I see Tyler's hips just start to gyrate inside Jake's face. And he just goes and does a freaking hurricanrana from the top rope and pins him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it doesn't matter. I was 2-0. <laughs> no, it's what was Holy really crap. funny about it is both, like, a, like Jake and Tyler are inside the chat. And I'm like, I'm just drinking my summon up. All of a sudden, I just start to spin it all over. <laughs> I saw the replay. <laughs> I do have, I think I have a... <laughs> Uh, another membership thing to that for for a month of XSplit. So if you need that, let me know. Yeah, no problem. Um, is there anything else? Like, is there any like for sure things you want to do for Extra Life though? For sure, I do want to do a little bit of Rocket League with the guys. Like, uh, yes. possibly have like a good party, so we can just go ahead and just play a bit of Rocket League, maybe for about an hour or two or whatever the hell. But uh, oh gosh, doesn't I'm it's. It's such a drag that Fallout 4 does not come out before Extra Life here. Comes out, I mean, yeah, November 10th. Yeah, yeah it's, the fall, it's literally the oh, Tuesday man, after. It's coming up. It's literally the Tuesday after Extra Life, which that's a pain in the ass. But, <laughs> oh man, I don't have anything else. Like it could be a good thing, life. though. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, for me, I have a few games planned out. I have the Uncharted Collection. I want to play some more. I'm about midway through Uncharted 2. So I'd like to at least... If I could finish Uncharted 2 during Extra Life, that'd be great. Obviously Madden. Uh, I'm going to play a few games of that, probably during Madden. You have to, you Extra have Life. to. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of my go-to game. Like the beginning, the, like the first couple hours and the last couple hours of Extra Life, I spend playing Madden because it just kind of helps get you through it. Uh, Borderlands, uh, I have a handsome Jack collection. Mm-hmm. I want to play some more of. So that's going to be a thing. Obviously, I want to do a like a late night... Uh, middle of the night kind of Rocket League thing. Oh my god, that's going to be fun. I think that's going to be the game. Like, the, the middle of the night is the hardest part. Like, you need to find something that kind of keeps your attention. Keeps you, keeps you paying attention. Uh, Splatoon. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> so, I think Rocket League could be that. I mean, I'll probably do what I normally do around that time every year. Middle of the night, 3, 4 in the morning. Or you just do this mad dash and hopefully find something to keep you awake. Dude. Yeah, I, 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 I can tell you this right now. After going through the stint of working nights and stuff, oh. I could figuratively stay up all night. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So, it's for me, it's going to be difficult uh, for a guy that you know works day shift uh, doing that. So, it's, it'll be interesting. Last year, Evil Within was the game that kind of kept me 
got me awake. All that in PT. Remember when I got home from yes. work and stuff, and I was with also, you and Jake. Also, I, I forgot to mention, I bought Thunderman like oh. six months ago, and oh. I've been holding off on it just for this, just oh. for the extra life. Oh. I have one. an idea. I so have oh, an idea. You're gonna be trying Slenderman, right? I think I should mm-hmm. like uh, put in my change. I should buy Slenderman as well, and we both should. It's play on it. sale right now. Oh, I know. Well, you guys sale, should. So. I'm serious. But it's like four bucks. Good... It would be so a... much better playing yeah. with somebody else. Well, so see. yeah, if you if you pick it up, man, let me know, and we will definitely start the game together. Oh my god, awesome. that would that be, be hilarious maybe... game. We should stream that. That would be. Or, funny. Actually, I should probably maybe we should both stream. Who knows? But uh, we'll both stream it or something. Yeah. Do it. I plan on doing a lot of streaming during Actual Life this year. Do so. it. Oh my gosh. It's going to be so fun. <laughs> That'd be cool. It's like you and I are playing. Yep. All of a sudden, it's like, <laughs> it was so funny during PT, like last year. All of a sudden, randomly, I'm playing the game. All of a sudden, serious Tyler's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, Jake was like, just literally just starting to get freaked out and stuff. And I was just, I was just laughing at both of them. <laughs> it was like, fuck you, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, it's it should be a fun. I I can't wait. Uh, we're you know we're only uh, just a, just a week away, oh my so gosh. I I am looking forward to it slash dreading it. Uh, <laughs> awesome. Moving on to some of our topics we have here this week, quite a few. We were, like I said, we we're recording on a Friday, so a lot mm-hmm. of stuff happened this week. I'm kind of glad we waited. It's more than, than a usual. lot of Nintendo yeah. news too. And one week, a lot of Nintendo news, which I'm going to jump into first. Uh, with the Super Mario Maker update. We'll start with yeah. the smaller stuff first. We'll jump okay. to the big one next. Uh, next Wednesday, November 4th, uh, Nintendo is releasing a update for Super Mario Maker, which will release uh, the big thing really coming out of this. There's five updates. Justin will probably go into detail more about the rest, and so I'm sure Jack can too. I remember the most main, of them. The main one is going to be there's going to be checkpoints. Yes. And, and which you can add to levels. Might not be a lot to everybody, That's but really to big. me it means a lot. Yes. Actually, that means I'm gonna a lot update to me too, some of my levels, and I think I'm gonna have more fun playing some other people's levels if they update them. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's true. I actually have like about two levels I could use a checkpoint. Yeah, in. me too. However, however, I think, oh boy, that's that, I'm just really surprised they didn't have checkpoints. To mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really surprised. Mario World had it. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I wonder if they realized maybe throughout this, like, okay, maybe we actually did this more than we thought we did. Yeah. Because there's or, so many times that people play your courses I, and stuff, and they just don't. Do you wonder it. if it's planned all along? Because like, why did like, some things you can't like you know shake and it turns into something else? Like, are all of those things going to be something else? I don't know. Yeah, well, that's just they could they might have left it open, you know. Yeah, just to do whatever they yeah. want to with them. I'm sure this game is going to be uh, they're going to update it as they go along. Yeah, kind of so. like Splatoon in a way. Yeah, hopefully. Anyways, I like they that. Need some, they need some more DLC. Yeah, right? I agree. <laughs> no, I agree. You got to keep the light. Give me some Mario yeah. 2. Give me some slopes, baby. <laughs> you gotta add some stuff to this. I love game slopes. Sorry. You're fine. But no, this game needs more to it as it goes along, especially for a game that's built like built along. Like the, the majority of this game is going to be going on by the by the community. Yeah. So you gotta keep the community These guys engaged. that make it and these guys that play it. Yep. <laughs> um, moving on to another top, Nintendo topic, but Xenoblade. Uh, Chronicles X is supposed to come out launching November fourth, and uh, here in the in the uh, North America again, they are kind of, I guess, editing the content so it's not gonna be so, uh, I guess, graphic. Yeah. Um, I was supposed to say something real fast. Sorry okay. to interrupt. 
Just like last week with uh, Fatal Frame 5. Why? It's unnecessary. I looked at the characters like, okay, she's more revealing. But I saw the new characters. They're like ridiculous looking. Why does she have three pairs of shorts on? <laughs> Let's leave them like how they, they look better the other way. Yeah. I don't care what they look like. I'm playing a game. Yeah. They look fine. I'm That's usually, just me. I'm, usually, I'm just going to leave now. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know how I was with Quiet. And I know. Mel Girl. It creeped me out, so I put her in a... I know. As soon as I was able to, I put her in a full <laughs> costume. Yeah. Uh, but what about you, uh, Jack? <laughs> well, for this, I actually was the one that put this uh, topic inside nice. uh, our show notes agenda because uh, there is there's actually a little bit more to this, I think. Inside Japan, you know, the, the age of consent or something like that is 13, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so for the States is age 18 for consent. So inside the Western release stuff, the whole ordeal that uh, Nintendo of America has done with, say, the editing process of some of the costumes is the character in question is a 13-year-old yes. girl that uh, has a very revealing, like, swimsuit. Not, like, swimsuit, but, like, actually, like, you know, like, a costume yeah. itself. Like, showing under boobs, showing, like, yep. a various, like, sort of the characteristics of, like, say, some little girl that should be, like, a little bit older. She doesn't look 13, so, though. So, yeah, that's just the thing. But because the game is rated E for everyone, and for a fact that the age of consent here in the Western audience, they view that as kind of a little bit creepy if it's oh, like a, under the age. I didn't know that was an E for everyone game. Yeah. Well, I thought I, it was mature was or team. I didn't know that. I thought it was... I, I, I surprising, actually. thought that I checked out the box art, but I could check out... You could out be right on, part. man. Yeah, check that for us. The thing about it is, it's just going to the extent where if it's a... if I understand if Nintendo edited this type of cons like the costume and stuff. I mean, for Fatal Frame, that's an entirely different matter because I did not, like I said last week, I did not make sense because it's a rated M. Mm-hmm. And I even checked the age of certain characters. There's only one character that's under the age of 18, and that's one of the side characters, I think. But the main mm-hmm. protagonist is like 19. One of the guy characters is, well, one of the three characters in the game is 23. And the last one's like 17. But at the same time, it's like, I didn't understand that, but for this situation, it's really kind of like, uh, well, for the whole Xenoblade stuff, it's not that uh, really suspect, because I can well, I get, understand some. I get the age thing, but like, why don't you just change the age of them? Like, they don't look like they're 13. Oh, that's, that's very yeah. true, too. <clears throat> but, or, I mean, you can always leave it optional, mandatory. <laughs> uh, to me, I, I feel a little differently about it, just because it is like... Fatal Frame is a mature game. This, if this is a, this is probably at worst a T-rated game, yeah. a teen game. Uh, so I don't know. I get I get why you want to make them a little more more dressed than others. But even at the same point, make it optional. Uh, it's it's silly. I mean, this is the second week in a row we talk about this. Yeah, I know. It's a silly thing. I don't like any kind of type of censorship. Yeah, I. But when it's like you're saying, if it's you know. This is an everyone game or a team. Then you get to change it's things. It's two there. different cultures, major different cultures. Yeah, it is totally. And at the very, I think, at the very least, make this a uh, an option, like make this an unlock. Yeah. To to do this, I guess. Uh, to me, it doesn't bother. It doesn't affect me. I mean, no. if I was gonna play this game, uh, I would put her in more of the uh, dressed. I feel like I said with Wyatt, <laughs> uh, it creeped me out her being in a thong and bra. So I put her in the XOF outfit as soon as I possibly could. Did it make you question your sexuality? Uh, no, it confirmed my sexuality more. <laughs> and, and it was quiet. Um, 
He's like, I can't stop looking at it. We should right first to work together <laughs> in this video game. Yeah, so... That's awesome. Yeah, so... For, to me, it's just, it doesn't affect me, but I think it's kind of something. Just make it optional. I get, yeah, I get you. Well, you know, in terms of, like the Metal Gear Solid like fives like situation and scenario, I mean, she's over the age. Of oh, 18, she has. Right? To be. Oh, yeah, she's definitely. She's like probably twenties. She's just in assassin. that sort of scenario. Even though it is kind of sexist, you know, not like sexist, but like sort of like uh, kind of stereotypical to have like a like a a woman or some like having like a game character like having like some like revealing tank top and like some revealing underwear or something like that. It's kind of like. Uh, well, I hate to say it. It's kind of like a has been like a surprising norm for like years, even without various contexts. Yeah. But uh, yeah, in that situation, as opposed to say like the Xenoblade Chronicles X, ugh, man, this I can't even get onto freaking Google. To be fair, to. the main character of the first Xenoblade Chronicles, you could wear like with box. They could play him as with boxers on. Yeah, it's yeah. a dude, but at well, the yeah, same time, that's, that's sexist too. too. Like, yeah. <laughs> to, to compare, like, and think it's differently. I have a double, you know, standard. Hmm. But my point being, it's if it's an E for, like, a game that's E for everyone, and you have, like, uh, everyone that's, like, playing it and stuff, it may cause, like, a little yeah. bit of, like, uh, yeah. an uproar if, say, they leave it unedited if it's, and all of a sudden if it's you e see for everyone. a character that young, even it's even if it's, like, uh, you know, not really as bad as it may seem. It's going to leave the undertones like, "Oh, okay, this is going to be kind of perverted." For right, <laughs> I get that. Point. I get that. Yeah, but it's also like, okay, you're downstream, and there's like some rock up here. It's like, oh, like before it gets to you, the water they're changing it for you because they don't want to hurt you. Or I just I don't like right, censorship right, in general. Right. Like it's if you don't want your child to play this game. Don't have them play it. But I mean, if it's E for everyone, game, but if it's E for everyone, that's if different. If they had a, if they all yeah, they do is get rid of this different. to make an E, oh, yeah. e game, then, then totally do it. Because obviously, E games sell more than, than to- e. yeah, than totally do not- it, if that's what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. For E for everyone, there's no type of content that's like that. I mean, that's sort of like a mature kind of rated thing, you know, just to have like uh, sort of revealing like tops and this, and right? That, but no, yeah, but yeah, I think I've said the same thing like three times now, and Tyler's correcting me every time. He's right. If it's an E for everyone game, then that's that should what be what happens. Yeah, the rating makes stuff. Yeah, that's that's what, what it is. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, let's let's go and move on. Yeah, uh, Nintendo had a kind of investor. Like, it was an investors investor meeting. They have like investor. I think four a year. Yeah, they yeah it's every quarter yeah. they have one. Yep. Um, this past week actually, uh, and they had some announcements. Not major, I would say. Some, some I mean, a couple of bigger announcements. But I'm like groundbreaking, I guess. Uh, they they had it. They announced that um, the first mobile game that's supposed to come out later this year has been delayed till early next year. Mitomo. Mitomo. That was it. Mitomo. I think so. Mitomo. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is been delayed till next year. Um, that's the biggest thing really come out of it, right? Because the problem. So the problem was that. I mean, that's the biggest thing. Um, well, we'll cover the state. There's a lot of like announcements that came out things. of it, but there's a lot of mistranslations. That's yeah, so that, that came out later too. on. So, like, it just happened was, like yesterday or the day before. So. It was Wednesday night, yeah. Yeah. Um, so people Kinda were saying, early. oh, there's more games to be announced to come out for Wii U and 3DS which here. Which is interesting. Which was actually mistranslated, which came out. Oh, that was mistranslated. Um, the, the whole My Nintendo thing was actually uh, mistranslated. Oh. As well. So I think, I don't know if it's mis- My, tra- my so Nintendo all of or this is... Nintendo an account. Oh. This is the name is mistranslated? Yeah. Okay. Um, but really the biggest thing to come out of it is that the My Nintendo thing, the Nintendo account, 
Yep. So starting early next year. Um, it basically sounds kind of like the same thing as the Club Nintendo was. But now you earn you can earn coins and points or whatever it is. Yeah. They, they know games. somehow that you're playing games. Yeah. Like, I think other people have done this before. Uh, yeah. It's so kind of cool. Crazy new. Uh, I think uh, Ubisoft's been doing this a while with their stuff. Yeah. Uh, I can't say we ever got any prize from them, but... You unlock them. You go to the website. <laughs> you unlock stupid shit. Do you? Okay. Um, but the biggest thing, really, I think we'll probably end up focusing on is that the... Mitomo was announced mm-hmm. as their first uh, mobile game to come out. Uh, it'll be something like free to play. Yep. Uh, not not really not a release date yet. Sounds like early 2016 though. They're saying March 2015. 2016. Uh, 16. I'm sorry. Okay. 16. Uh, okay. So make sure you didn't make like a <laughs> yeah. like a, a DeLorean to go back in time or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> a week too late on that joke. Um, no. I, I'm kind of shocked that this is the first game they announce. The first game that's going to come out is Mitomo. It basically looks like a, a Tomodachi kind of game. Yep. Essentially what it is. It's more connected with the internet. Yeah. I guess. It's uh, it's not what I was expecting. But I'm actually really happy that's what it is. Like, because I don't want to play mobile games. <laughs> so like, oh, cool, they're going to make these kind of games for the mobile thing. Okay, sweet. Stick to the... I like the consoles. Yeah. Like playing... That's actually. I'm sure that you know they have four more games at least coming out. You know, next, next year or so. Next two years, they want to have two five years. by 2017. Yeah, and uh, they're probably gonna be. You know, they probably will dap into some stuff maybe I'm, I'm interested in. Probably, but I'm glad that it's this actually for me. As it is a for me as a gamer, I'm happy. But as a looking at it from a business, what the fuck are we doing, Nintendo? Like, that's <laughs> what, like you have like probably five of the biggest. 10 to 20 franchises out there. Yeah. And you come up with me, Tomo. The only thing I can think of is, okay, oh, we sold a whole bunch of Wiis and they remember the me guys. So like 10 years later, whoa, remember these me guys on Which this game cool here? Which would 2008 with the iPhone 2. Yeah, whatever, yeah. <laughs> but I'm thinking that's what they're kind of thinking. Like, these people are playing all these mobile games now. Or like, they think they're, people are always saying, oh, everyone went from the Wii to mobile games or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. That's what people say. So I'm just going off that. And uh, what I'm thinking is like, oh man, remember these me characters? And they'll start kind of getting, because everyone likes Facebook and all kinds of weird stuff. They'll get into that and yeah. start yeah. messing around. I am not a fan of this at all. I'm just saying. I think I think they're banking off those people. Like, not me. Yeah. I mean, I understand. Which I, you, I understand. Wanna... Like, and I'm actually, like I said, I'm glad. You want, you, I understand. You want, you want to get all the social media sites together, which is what most uh, of those mobile games do. Is that you, you? You log in with your Facebook account, your Twitter account. You get all the stuff together as you can, which I understand. You want to get. It's basically most mobile games is basically a way to spam your friends. That's yep. what it is. Oh. That's what mobile games are for the most part. <laughs> it's like well, I get like I get like I can't go more than a week without getting an invite to play a mobile game. Yeah. Um, but what about you, Jack? What are, what are your thoughts on this whole with everything going on with Nintendo, the investor meeting? Well, having a Having like a few days actually to think upon this whole uh, this whole ordeal and stuff like that, I think this Miitomo thing is a good first step for like a mobile presence for Nintendo. You know, for like other types of smart devices, their tab the tablets, the iPhone and stuff. Because it's like you guys were talking about, this is the type of game where it's sort of Tomodachi ish to where you you can just like create a character, have the character be like uh, interacting with other friends and other people from the, across the world or something. 
it's sort of weird in an aspect that they go that type of a route, but at the business sense, it does make the most sense as this is the type of game that's going to appeal to everybody instead of, like, say, one... Instead of, like, say, the hardcore type of gamers, like, sort of like us. But in order to get engaged, like, people to play things from their smart devices over to Nintendo platforms in general, these are the type of games that need to be put out there in order to help bridge people into buying their products. So a game like a Miitomo or maybe like something, I don't know, along the lines of uh, a Wii Sports Dealy or possibly even like a Pilot Wings. Like, let's just say you, let's just say Nintendo releases a couple of other different type of mobile apps, right? Or maybe one of them's Pilot Wings, where you get to control the things by moving, you know, moving around that uh, the little device or something like that. It's just the idea that Nintendo is going out there, they're bridging... They're trying to. They're trying to obviously get more people to do like a widening appeal, because I believe this is exactly what's gonna be for their console, the NX that they'll be talking about more next year. It's just I'm kind of like disappointed that the things are not going to the the mobile stuff's not gonna be releasing this year. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they want to do it all at once inside March, to where they're gonna have a couple like uh, like mobile announcements stuff like possibly what. Maybe NX related. Mm-hmm. I mean, the obvious thing is E3 next year, but but yeah, I I'm glad about that. But what I'm more interested in seeing is like that whole Nintendo account thing because it's something that us as like Nintendo gamers have been actually asking for for the past what was it ten years now. <laughs> I mean, for God's sakes, it's a, a unified account where we can actually go forth and possibly. Maybe, I don't know, like transfer a lot of the games we buy on multiple consoles and, you know, go forth and not having to, like, meticulously transfer data to and from. I mean, yeah, Nintendo does it well, their own type of styling. It's like, oh, hey, here's how you transfer data from one device to another. Let's gonna have this big old Pikmin scene where it's gonna be transferring data <laughs> and doing this for the next 15 minutes. I mean, that's all fun and good and stuff, but at the end of the day, it's much easier just to have it transfer via, like, uh, your account. You can go on to maybe an Xbox One or something right now, and uh, you can just out of the box go and maybe, I don't know, download from your account maybe Gears of War, maybe the original Mm -hmm. Mass Effect, and there you have it right then and there. You don't have to transfer data from your 360 hard drive in order to, for your Xbox One hard drive, and then wait who knows how long in order to do that. It's just, I'm really glad, but at the same time, I'm kind of waiting for, like, Nintendo of America to actually go forth and explain next year what this Nintendo account is going to be. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so uh, that's pretty much my thoughts about it. Okay, very cool. Uh, moving on, uh, we got quite a bit more topics to talk about. Before we jump into the the other big one we have this week, uh, it's about Rocket League. Uh, they have a... Yay. Hells yeah. They have in November a free update coming out where it's going to be uh, kind of mix and match where you can kind of completely change the way you play the game where it's going to have, uh, you're going to have different types of uh, physics you can use or you can like, basically you can kind of set the way you play the game. Like I, I imagine it's going to be more like uh, kind of private matches and stuff. I don't know about uh, online matches, but you can change the physics the way you play where it's more floaty. Uh, you can change the instead of using a soccer like a giant ball, you can have like a cube, 
or you you know like there's more base, oh. you can have all kinds of different things you can use like I think there's a dice or something there too. Um, and in December there's actually be another update coming out where it's gonna be um, you can play with the hockey puck. It's gonna be on ice. Ooh. Oh man, that's really cool. Yeah, that would be have to sweet. Do just random soccer stuff. That would completely really change cool. the game. Yeah. Um, now all we need is flying. Yeah. Oh, no, we flying cars. <laughs> the DeLorean out? Yeah, we need that. Oh, yeah. But no, I... Man, I fucking love this goddamn game. Me too. I mean, just like... It was a great game beforehand. I, I was at the point where I don't play this game every day or anything like that. I haven't every played couple, it for a long while. Every couple weeks, I'll go back and play the game, and I'll play a few matches here and there. But I... I the updates, man... Like, I'm, I'm just kind of getting burned out on, like, the kind of the one play temp we have. But now, with, like, this is getting completely... Like, this is perfect timing, I think. It's November. Yeah, it the game's been out for about four or five months. Uh, time to do it up. Time to change it up a little bit. So adding all these, just just changing like what you use as a as a ball um, is going to be a huge difference. And in yeah. December to change into basically hockey is going to make it even better. <laughs> I, I love that. I hope it's. Stick- I, I wonder. I wonder how much it's actually going to be like hockey. <laughs> What's well, going to slide on the floor? It's actually going to be ice. sliding on the ice. It's going to be a hockey puck, and you're going to be an ice. So it's not going to bounce around like the ball no. does. That's cool. At least from what the video. At we least saw. what you think, anyways. <laughs> the trailer they showed us. Though. That's cool. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Um, ice explosions. Yeah. So I I fucking adore this game, and I hope they keep this coming. I, I was surprised to hear this coming at all, um, especially if they said that the last update they had a couple months, a couple weeks ago was going to be the last one for a while. Yeah, no, I agree. This game's like really simple and really fun. Mm-hmm. It's like some games have this inside of it, but it never gets the attention that this one does. Yeah, <laughs> what, it's what like about, really great. Yeah, I like this game. What about you, Jack? I love it. I want it. Come on, give it Come closer. On. I'm just hoping. <laughs> give it to him. My only hope is that this, this update comes out before uh, extra life next Saturday. Oh, I want that too. That'd I hope be that, so fun. I hope that's the case because that'd be great to play during extra life. Um, <laughs> just change it to a change the ball to a freaking triangle. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Or a turd. <laughs> it just goes on the freaking like on its side. And we can't roll it. <laughs> uh, just pushing it. Oh god. Moving on. I think this will be a last topic because this is going to probably be a long one. Okay. But probably some of the bigger news come out this week is Sony had a event this week uh, during Paris Games Week. Uh, they had like a pretty much a damn near two hour long press conference. Yeah, I watched some of it. Uh, I was gonna watch it. I was at work, so I couldn't watch it live. I probably was to watch it when I got home from work, but it was fucking two hours. So fuck <laughs> oh that. My God. Yeah, take it back. I I watched like I'm, just the highlights of it. That's, that's it. I watched some of it on Twitch, and some of the reactions were just freaking amazing. It was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Especially in one of the games that was. Uh, talked about i think it was the game that's by quantic dreams oh uh, it's just called dreams oh I, dreams. Think, I believe yeah oh i don't know what was that oh, or no, was some other... detroit detroit, detroit. Or something. Oh, sorry Ugh. oh the detroit one man it, it, it's just so funny david cage is now going on records like yeah, oh oh it's just more than like it's say an android and stuff like uh don't going call around my the sci-fi Tropolis game City. a sci-fi game <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's spreading his stuff again <laughs> yeah he, guys he's a douche but I, I don't know. I'm I'm curious the game because I do like Heavy Rain and I was intrigued by Beyond Two Souls. Like I like his style of games. He makes very pretty games and artistically pretty well made games. So I I think I'll probably end up playing this. I'll probably play this game day one. Uh, just based off Quantum Dreams. Past. You know, 
you notice by seeing it it's like this is it <laughs> yeah, I mean, I want to see more, obviously, but it's, it's just good, like... Yeah, it's, it's a good time, a good game. Though, but, like, Heavy Rain, I absolutely adore. Yeah. Uh, even though, despite its faults and <laughs> Beyond Two Souls is... Okay, it was a pretty fine game. Yeah. Uh, no, what was the what was the most funniest reaction that I was reading up on the Twitch chat as that PlayStation conferencing was going on was for... Uh, I think it was for, like, Media Molecules, like, game that they oh, had for, like, structure and, like, dreams yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Oh my god, there's this one demo that they had or something where, like, uh, there was this... It looked like a dream thing where, like, uh, it, it was supposed to be, like, some sort of, like, cat creature or something like that with this big old pink head that sort of looked like Hello Kitty. And it had this sort of blank stare on it and stuff, and it was facing the, like, the facing the audience and stuff. And I was just looking at the reactions of the people at Twitch. Everybody, almost everybody, had this freaking scared shock reaction. I was like, what the fuck? What? No! <laughs> it was creepy as shit. That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't see that one. Nice. It, I just couldn't stop laughing for a good five minutes because everybody was just reacting like, whoa, no, nope, nope. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Nice. That sounds funny. That's the glory benefit, just watching streams on Twitch. It's just amazing sometimes. Yeah. But uh, they had quite a bit of announcements this, this week. Uh, Grand Chismo Sports was announced. That's supposed to be coming out uh, early 2016. Awesome. Uh, Street Fighter Five has a release date. Uh, it's come out February 2016. Oh, uh, awesome. A lot of PlayStation VR announcements. A lot of games announced for that, but nothing really. I'm scared for that. <laughs> yeah, Tekken Seven was announced. That's supposed to come out next year. It's gonna have VR. I'm more scared dude. that they're putting all these other games that have already been being made for the PS4 just to VR. Like, if they were like dude. just VR games, it'd be like cooler to me. Yeah, I am. Like, I, I can, do not I trust. Can see why they're doing it though. But I do not trust Sony in the least with this VR thing. Because we've... You know the track record of these guys. They put up a reciprocal or something. They support it for a few years. And they drop it. Because they know something doesn't work right. And people just leave it in flock. It's been a recorded thing for years. The light gun games. I feel like this is different, though. I think they're going to support this better. But I look at it like this. Like, you kind of have... You want hardcore games on your VR... Yeah, you have to have it. True. Like the Connect had it. I mean, and you, but at the same time, they the also hell want, is a hardcore game. <laughs> but you you want the more of the branch. You don't want just like like um, kind of what's the word I want to look for? Like one trick pony kind of games. You don't want just like a lot of tech like stuff. Like the September 11th one. Or that's I'm sorry. What? That's on different. What? That's on Oculus Rift. <laughs> I don't know what that Forget is. that. That is forget that. Okay. Up, no, but you you don't you want you need to have some more you don't want just to have like shovelware kind of games. You don't want to have like the biggest game that came out. You don't out, want to steal a battalion. Yeah, you don't like the biggest thing Connect had at launch was Connect Adventures, which was basically a knockoff of Wii Sports. Or like the yeah. the, the, the Playstation Move had it was like basically a knockoff of Wii Sports. You wanna have some hardcore games like Gran Turismo, you want right. tech and support. These yeah. big games that hardcore gamers love. That that mm-hmm. the real that gamers that like that these aren't like national like these huge big games big huge genres they are but they're not like mainstream kind of stuff like Madden or anything like that or Call of Duty you want but you want like the, those are I mean everybody plays those kind of games but do you want these games that like because only hardcore the hardcore gamers are gonna buy these VR things at launch I think the price mm-hmm. of these things are rumored to be at so you need you want a Gran Turismo and you gotta have a PS4 as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, so these you're, this is gonna be a seven hundred dollar thing probably for people, maybe uh, more. 
Uh, I mean, with the PS4 and the yeah, PR. If, if you didn't have a PS4, um, it's probably going to be packed in with the PS4 eventually. Eventually, yeah. But you want Grand Turismo support of that's going to help. Who knows? It'll probably be some first person mode. Uh, Tekken Seven. Mm-hmm. Who knows the fuck that's going to be? If that's going to help. Uh, like I think this Boundless is going to be VR supported, which Boundless looks like a prettier version of Minecraft. Oh yeah. Uh, I saw that. I mean, there's a bunch of stuff. They had like Until Dawn is going to get a DLC. A spinoff for it. I mean, they're doing the right. They're doing the right thing. I think um, the what you need to do, what you should do. They're for at least it, throwing everything in there. Yes, which is the right Man. thing to do. Uh, you need to do that. But the same, you need to also have instead of just having, hey, this has VR support. You also need to have a good chunk of VR only games. So right. I think they're gonna they're finding a nice balance at least at launch. It's I think the next year or so they need to do a better job of finding some of those hard games. And making a VR only? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want like, something original. I mean, That's what will make me buy this. Yeah, but I mean, if you want to mm. sell as many as possible, you need to find you need to have yeah have a those big name have those attached two. to it. Yeah, have those two. Yeah, but I'm saying you gotta have something else to, as well. Like, yeah, at um, least for most out of all those for me. You know what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You're good, but I think <laughs> you know after like just watching all those footage and stuff, I I am re- really not too sure. I'm still like in the mindset where it's like I'm in that I'm in that process and stuff where it's like I know Sony has done like all these Pacifical type of stuff before. This is different, obviously, because they have a lot of various games, some hardcore stuff like the Until Dawn DLC, Tekken Seven having a VR component, which is crazy in my opinion. A fighting game? How are you going to make a scrolling, like, you know, level fighting game, you know, with VR support? Right. You know, that's, that doesn't, I don't know, that that would make somebody kind of sick. like throwing genres that shouldn't be on VR in there. That that's not the type of VR game that I would come to expect. That's what they I do mean, with these kind of things, though. I mean, if it's like way. a first person oh, type of dealie, maybe. They're scared, though, to, I feel like to put it out on its own, which obviously, you know. It, it, it's smart to put, have it hooked up to the PS4. It's a, it's got its own processor. Business wise, is the right way to go. I think. Right, I I agree yeah. with you. Uh, I don't think it's not what like I for want. Business wise, it's the best. I think for health wise, I'm not too sure. Like even still about this, the whole VR process, you know, because look how long Oculus Rift took in order to try to try to balance stuff, and they're still having issues with people. You know, wearing the virtual like uh, mm-hmm. those VR devices and having like motion sickness badly. I'm saying, like, badly this. Like, some people will stand it, obviously. I just don't feel like I'm going to give this any type of try, because... You have bad... Hell, I've I've tried, like, playing Guitar Hero before, you know, with a, the no scrolling towards the screen, and that made me physically nauseous. Yeah. So I, I don't think that's the type of stuff well, for me, the, but... Yeah, it won't be for everybody. Yeah, I heard the PS... The PlayStation VR, though, is actually... Um, it's working pretty well. Not, I've, I've, I've heard, heard that, Oculus too. has some problems, but... The PlayStation VR is actually worked fairly well, as far as huh. nausea goes. I mean, obviously, from this is just tech demos that we're playing, so this is like they've focused this on these sections that they've given us mm-hmm. more than anything else. Mm-hmm. So who knows what happens when we actually get full on like yeah. games out there? And, right. I mean, especially when you get like those uh, like D League developers out there making shovelware is going to happen for these things, I think. <laughs> So oh, when you get those yeah. bottom of the barrel developers working on these things, you're probably gonna have some problems with this. Yeah, you don't gotta buy those games, do you? No, but I mean they're gonna be out there, and it's gonna, they're gonna, people are gonna probably gonna buy them when there's a lack of options. Oh yeah, it's just there's no really date 
whenever we're going to see this either. I think it's early 2016. They the first half of 2016. That's what they said. A first half of 2016. Yeah, I think that's that's what they want. Um, that's what they said mm, a couple months ago. Yeah, um, but mm. other things announced other than other than VR stuff yeah. is that No Man's Sky is is given a release month at least June 2016. <laughs> Which is funny for a game that's supposed to be out in uh, late 2014. 14. Okay, I'm kind of concerned now with this game. They've delayed it, like, how many times now? Well, it got delayed from 2014 to 2015 because of the flood that... Uh, yeah, took yeah, out. yeah that, that I can understand. Yeah. That I can understand, but uh, they also did, like, another delay and stuff. Obviously, like, from 2014 to 2015, but it was supposed to be releasing sometime this, like, in October, I thought it was. There was, a, there was, there was rumors that it was to release this week. It was supposed to release this week, but that wasn't the case. As they would later announce, that it would be inside June. Yeah, June. I mean, what in the heck is going on here? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I think I understand pushing it back to the next spring, but June's a weird month. Like June, like the summer months are like no June, July is like May, June, July is like the worst months to usually release a game sales wise. They're pretty good. Well, sales wise, it's the lowest selling months for games. Like, like they kind of they get buried. Well, it's because of holidays. Well, the summer blockbusters come out. A lot of people like are like there's there's peak seasons for for games and you know most things in entertainment, and that's kind of like a bad time for it. June especially with that's when all those movies are coming out. Mm. Uh, so you know, especially mm. a game like this, it's the first of it's a, it's an IP, it's a new IP. Um, you know, like Batman released in June, but it's Batman. Batman's a huge one of the biggest uh, franchises out there, like in entertainment going today. Mm-hmm. So a game like Batman can get away with it. No Man's Sky, June. I think it's going to sell really well. No I think all. so. Uh, I don't know if it's going to get uh, it's going to sell as well as it could have. I don't think it will matter when this game comes out how well it's going to sell. I think it'll make a difference. I think if you come out in March or April, it's a big difference. I think. I mean, there's no there's not a lot of competition. Or you think that will be better? Yeah, I, th- I, th- I mean, you just it's going to get buried in June. That's my mm. own concern. Oh with this yeah. Game. Well, it, yeah, it's probably going to get some form of buryment in terms of another big release being released in June. No matter when it came out, though. But this is also, it may be during the week of E3 that we might see this game released, which that could be also a big surprise factor as well. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's probably a little bit of quality concerns, too, because from what video footage we've been seeing of No Man's Sky, it looks for the most part like uh, there are some things that need to be ironed out, but... It looks like it's still a comparable game. I mean, <laughs> they're just really just putting everything, like, uh, all together. Just being really cautious about mm-hmm. this game, which I'm kind of worried that it's probably a little bit too more, like, a little bit more ambiguous than they can, like, chew That's off That's what here. I'm thinking. Yeah. That's what well, I thought for a while. I, I feel like this game is going to end up being that, or has a really good shot of being that. At the same time, looking at June, though, it's not going to have a lot of competition. I, yeah. I think that I think they know what this game is. Though at the same time, where like they know this is not going to be a, uh, this isn't going to be a big audience seller. This isn't going to be a five million seller. This, I mean, I think they'll be happy if this sells a couple million copies. Um, so being in June, maybe by itself, um, could be a good thing. I mean, I guess there's not a lot of competition for them. Uh, you're not going to get that that kind of that more casual audience, but at the same time, you're going to you're not going to have a lot of competition with the more hardcore audience. Right. I'm going back to at least stand that. Uh, but no, I'm, I'm interested. This is a game I, I, I am definitely interested in. Uh, but it's one of those games where I want to see what people say about I it. I was interested. I was too. Not but it's, anymore. It's definitely the more you hear about it, it's just like, ooh, okay. Like, it, it definitely sounds really cool. And I think it's going to be, there's some cool stuff to it. But it's just like, 
I want to know what people have to say about this before I pick it up myself. Dude, unless this game, yeah. unless they show something that's really engaging the next month or two, I have no interest in playing Which this game. Which is sad to me because, like, I, you know they put so much work into this game. Yeah. Very true. But it's like, I can't, that's not a pity buy. And at the same time and stuff, we're inside of a gaming generation and stuff where we're so used to having, like, good games releasing almost weekly now as opposed to waiting, like, a few years in order for a game to release. It's just so weird when, a like, a modern game developer just takes a couple, maybe a couple of years or maybe even takes long all these this delays. This is essentially an indie project, though. This isn't like... Yeah, a, this is yeah. basically an indie project Which that they've been working on for a while. This is it's four Huge guys. Huge indie project. I mean, it's, it's literally four guys working on it. So. Yeah, that's insane. Yep. I know, I know. Yeah. That's what's so crazy to me is how much they've been pushing this game. Mm. Like, this PlayStation in general. Yeah. It's Like you said, it's like four guys. So that's that's crazy to it's me. It's amazing. Yeah, I, I'm curious to see how this will. I hope it. I hope it works out for them, though. I mean, I hope so too. I want it to. I don't want any bad fortune upon anybody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we'll kind of make this the last thing. I mean, there's some other stuff announced, obviously, but this is kind of the bigger stuff. I'm sure Four had some multiplayer stuff announced, but it's not really shown about it. No dedicated uh, servers. Or yeah. Whatever for things like that. Which whatever. Whatever. That's. Um, but on Ratchet Clank server. Yeah, uh, Ratchet and Clank uh, had a, a pretty decent trailer come out for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks really cool. It's supposed to come out this springtime, which will coincide cool. with the video with the with the uh, movie. Oh, I think it comes out. I think it's like April 29th or something like that. The movie comes huh. out. Cool. Uh, yeah, but I've never played one of them, but I know people that have and they've liked them a lot. Ratchet and Clank's one of those games that came out. They're like the PS2, Xbox mm-hmm. generation, where I didn't get a chance to play them. And I really wish I could have. So I'm happy this is coming out. It looks really fun. They're fun games. Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. Everybody says it's great. Everybody I've talked to says great things about these games. So I think I'll... <laughs> they have so much humor with them, too. And this game looked a lot of fun. I think I'll probably be picking this up. This might be a day one purchase for me. It's basically... Cool. Crash... I mean, like, Ratchet & Clank just kind of reminds me of sort of the quirk type of stuff that you would play in the 90s on the PlayStation, where it's either Crash Bandicoot mm-hmm. or Spyro the Dragon sort of remind or whatever me the heck. Yeah, that kind of reminds me of those type of games. Only just insert like a lot of the 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 quirky factors, say like a Saturday morning cartoon or whatever the heck, mm-hmm. like back in the nineties. Just just something like that for this type of style for Ratchet and Clank. That's what gives it a lot of appeal too. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh but we are running super long this week. we man, we've been doing a couple weeks in a row now we've done this. Uh yeah. so I'm sorry, Jack, but we're gonna skip retro game of the week again. Uh, that's fine. Because we were running long and I had to edit this beast. Uh, but we're going to we're going to jump straight to conclusion. Unless Justin, you have anything you want to add? Uh, there's something, but I f- I forgot. Okay, we'll keep going. <laughs> okay, if you remember, we're going to jump back into it. Um, <laughs> uh, but thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you want to hear more from us, we are on Facebook. We have a patient group, Generation Gaming, on both of those. Uh, we are on Twitter, YouTube, and Twitch under the name Gen Gaming Net. So like, follow, and subscribe us on there. Uh, we're definitely going to do a lot of streaming uh, over the next course of the week and therefore after. Um, Justin, are you, are you, are you're mouthing, you're moving your lips a lot. Am I seriously moving my lips? I thought you wanted to say something. I, you look like I you was lip syncing. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Maybe you <laughs> want to say something there. Sorry. <laughs> I was reading the screen. Okay. Um, but no, if you always want to hear more from us, stop, stop doing that, Justin. Uh, follow us on there, like us, subscribe us, join our group, whatever you'd like to do. Um, we're always on Facebook or Twitter, so if you guys want to check us out, send us a message on there, we'll respond back. 
Always I talk to our fans. Um, but I was your host this week. I was Tyler. I was the Jack of Hearts. Thank you, guys. Evan Oostin the Justin. That's Justin. Uh, Justin. We will talk to you guys next week. Love you. <laughs> GG, everybody. Alan. Yeah, y'all. Ooh, hell, y'all, y'all. Ha, 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 ha.